Welcome to the Golf, Tennis and Horse Racing channel here on BetUS. I'm Flash and I'm going to be joined by the master, uh, who's fast becoming the master in Brian Zipsy. But first of all, we're America's favourite sports book, so I'd like you to subscribe to this channel because we also show Grand Slam events all across the world from, the, uh, from tennis and also all the majors from golf. But at the moment, it's all about the third leg of the Triple Crown. It is the 155th running of the Belmont Stakes. And also, if you'd like to uh, find out what sort of offers we have here at BetUS, then basically type in betustv.com forward slash join. If you ring the bell, then we'll notify you and you'll never miss any content again. Okay, welcome straight away, Brian, because uh, you're my expert. Let me just tee you up. It's a championship distance for a championship race over a mile and four. Brian seems to uh, have frozen. Maybe he's got a little bit worried about his selections because they're a little bit different to mine. So uh, just while we get Brian back on the line, I'll uh, give you a little bit of a recap. We had Kentucky Derby and what the Kentucky Derby was the first leg of the Triple Crown. We had... Oh, we had Forte, who was withdrawn on the morning of the race. We had so many runners that are going to be running in this Belmont Stakes. In fact, the Belmont Stakes is very heavy with uh, Kentucky Derby entrance. Then we had we had a decent winner in Mage, but Mage was run down and beaten quite squarely by uh, Forte in the Florida Derby then we went on to the Preakness and the Preakness well there was so many there was a favourite he came out then another favourite he came out Forte was at the forefront of all of that again Angel of Empire went off um, obviously favourite for the Kentucky Derby that then comes back for the Belmont Stakes but the big one here is we've got Forte we've got Angel of Empire and we've got Tappet Trice, who were all at the front of the market 24 hours prior to the race. Uh, prior to the race. Also, what I say to you about the Belmont Stakes, it is over 12 furlongs, which is one mile and four, which basically is the longest of the three Triple Crown races. And I always think that the, the best horse always wins this race. I don't think we get any upsets over the uh, 12 furlong distance and with only nine runners, I don't think there's any problem at all with um, with traffic because if they go off too fast, you can organize yourself. And if they come off too slow, then you can make a mid-race move and still not have a problem. Uh, how am I getting on with uh, Brian? Any, any news? Oh, okay. Well, Brian seems to have uh, just, he's probably just done one. So why don't I uh, just jump in and give you the rundown of the like of those contenders, first of all. We'll have a little chat about them. And then obviously when Brian comes back, he can uh, he can add his two penneth. And if he doesn't agree with me, then we'll just delete it. So let's have a little look, please, of the, uh, the first of the contenders and its national treasure. Um, who basically had the race to himself in the Preakness, came out of the one, just basically went an absolute crawl, quickened, and the Kentucky Derby winner, Mage, was back in third, but National Treasure did have to fight all the way to the line. The trainer needs no introduction, Bob Baffert, jockey, well, Velasquez, he knows the time of day, and he obviously rode him to sleep in the, uh, in the Preakness. But the big thing for me was, 
he's plus 600 and he's not moving. He's not getting bigger. He's not getting shorter. So for me, he's definitely one to take on. Um, I don't think he sees out the mile and four as well. Could be wrong, but he's one that I'd want to oppose. And being at plus 600 means I'm going to maybe get some value elsewhere. Let's have a little look at horse number two. It's Tappet Trice, who's going to be maybe joint second favourite at plus 350. Todd Pletcher, Louis Saez, and he's coming out of post two, which is probably like decent enough for Tappet Trice to get himself into the race quite quietly. And I don't think there's any problem, obviously, being by Tappet, that he's going to see out the 12 furlongs. Um, absolutely no problem. And I definitely would say that he's one that we would want to definitely be into the three. Whether he's in the two, I'm not so sure. But Todd Pletcher, the trainer, he's definitely going to be uh, mob-handed here because this is not going to be his only runner. Let's move on to horse number three. Horse number three is your favourite and rightful favourite as well. Remember, he was the favourite for the Kentucky Derby. He would have been favourite for the Preakness. And he's the rightful favourite now. And at plus 190, if you think about favourites over the last few years that have gone off around this, I would say that potentially Forte is the best of them. And also, I think he's crying out for this trip. And the trainer, Todd Pletcher, he's coming out of six. Irad Ortiz Jr. needs no introduction. And at plus 190... Yeah, I, I don't mind telling you, I have actually got stuck into the plus 190. Uh, and if things go well elsewhere, whether it be NBA or or the uh, the finals, maybe uh, Champions League, I will be sticking a little bit more on at plus 190 if I can get it on the day. Let's move on to the next one, please. Angel of Empire. I loved this horse in the derby. Uh, was a little bit unlucky. Didn't do anything wrong, really, in defeat. Just beaten buy a better horse and a better ride on the day but he's coming out of stall eight so he's going to be basically on the right outside trainers brad cox flavian pratt is the man on board and at plus 350 he's going to be alongside Tappet trice in the uh, in the market um let's uh i love angel of empire sees the trip out no problem i'm wondering if he's going to be able to be as deadly with that mid-race kick though so again a lot of it's going to be on the on the pace of the race i think the pace of the race comes from national treasure i think national treasure goes to the front and he's not going to be able to ride them to sleep because i think something will take him on uh hopefully we'll get brian back soon brian you're back Apologize. That's no worries. The home missed. of horse races. Well, you've well, you've missed the winners anyway. Let's put it this way. It doesn't mean we've missed your selections. <laughs> Let, let's so no, I've somewhere. just gone through the boring. I've just gone through the boring bit of just basically going through the runners, uh, riders. In a minute, we'll get them all up. But obviously, you can come in here because you know that I have a soft spot for Angel of Empire coming out of eight. That's no real big problem. Trainers, obviously, Brad Cox, Flavian Pratt, and at plus three fifty. He's going to basically be vying for second favoritism with Tappet Trice. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that his odds are, are as high as they are. I mean, he was the favorite in the Kentucky Derby, and I thought he ran a big race in the Kentucky Derby, rallying uh, strongly for second. Interesting that trainer Brad Cox went to Blinkers for the Belmont. So, yeah, he's got a good post on the outside. I also expect just a little bit more early speed. He won't be part of the lead, obviously. But I could see him uh, at least in touch, much closer than he has been in recent races in this longer race which should be a good thing for him but it, it is a slight change of style for one of the favorites 
Yeah, and I don't expect a wall of horses in front of him because I expect only maybe him to be sitting third or fourth because I only see two front runners. National Treasure being one, and we may well be able to find another uh, as we go through. Next horse after Angel of Empire is Hit Show. Uh, post position seven. Trainer, again, Brad Cox. Manny Franco uh, on the uh, sitting on top. And at plus 1,200, looks like maybe a place is as best as he's going to hope for yeah plus 1200 i mean this is a nice horse he's run a lot of good races flash he's another horse that could show a little bit more speed than he generally has he he was close to a pretty fast pace in the kentucky derby i just think if you look at all his races they don't quite stack up against the likes of forte angel of empire tapage rice so yeah I, i'm i'm kind of off his chances in the belmont because this belmont has come up strong but he's a horse who certainly could run another good race and could be third or fourth, possibly. Yeah, and he's another horse that did run in the Kentucky Derby with Tappet Trice, with Angel of Empire, and obviously uh, 48 hours before the Kentucky Derby, the favourite in Forte as well. But we're not having hit show, so let's move on to the next one. Because the next one is only here because of you, Brian. Tappet Shoes, post position one, again, Brad Cox. Joel Ortiz on top and uh, plus 2,500. Well, if he's here for you and you've seen plus 2,500, you've got to be happy with that. Yeah, I mean, he's bred for a distance. All the Tappets uh, seem to love a mile and a half at Belmont. So Tappet Trice, Tappet Shoes, both being out of Tappet, uh, should uh, appreciate what the Belmont Stakes has to offer. Tappet Shoes is not the horse that these other horses were just a few months ago, Flash, but he is really getting better each and every race. I thought his last race in Arkansas was very good. And then they gave him uh, you know, a month and a half off between that, getting him ready for this. I think he's an interesting horse at those plus 2,500 odds for a big-time trainer. Yeah, big-time trainer. Do we look like uh, this is another one of them horses that even if he doesn't, whatever he does this weekend will be a bonus, but we are likely to see him later on in the season at the back end? Yeah, I, th I think he is a horse who, uh, if he continues to improve, we'll see what the Belmont takes out of him. But I, I also think more immediately for this race, he's a horse that could just stick around the whole race. I, I don't think you're going to see a big burst of speed out of him. But he's a horse who could sit third early and then uh, just kind of stay there and still be running down the stretch. We've seen National Treasure do it both on the lead in the Preakness and, and then in the Santa Anita Derby. I wouldn't at all be surprised to see Tappet Shoes run that kind of race on Saturday. Okay, can we have a little look at the odds to win and in post position? Because, Brian, I'm going to hand this over to you. Because, obviously, we've got just the eight runners. Um, who do you see that's going to basically break here, go to the front, and then look, and then can we work out between us how we think the race is going to uh, unwind? Because the real thing is, it doesn't matter what happens in the first ten furlongs, it's what happens in the last two. Yeah, the, the Belmont is often won by the time they straighten out. Uh, we're, by the way, I, we're missing Red Route 1, the nine horse there. Uh, I, I think he is a long shot that uh, will be back early and probably is not one of my favorites. But he, he is the nine in the race. Uh, as far as speed, certainly National Treasure is the one that will go out to the lead. And it'll be a matter of who pressures him. Um, we might see Forte go out early and make sure that National Treasure does not have things his own way like he did in the Preakness. Other horses, Tappet Shoes. 
uh, the long shot, Il Miracola, maybe Hit Show, maybe even Archangelo could all be close enough to make life a little bit more difficult for National Treasure. Can you put a little bit more meat on the bone with the horses that are not sort of household names, like uh, Archangelo and Dea Il Miracolo? I think Il, Il Miracolo, because he wired the last race, is a horse that pretty much should try to go out to the early lead. Archangelo, I think, is a horse that could win this race or could run a very good race. And I think he'll be tactical. I think he'll be whoa, another whoa, horse whoa, like... Oh, Bright. You've to... Arch... And what? The free could win this race, and he's at plus 1,400. Yeah, I think he's the fourth most likely horse of the, uh, to win this race. Uh, Archangelo, uh, 1,400 are really good odds. He, he's a horse who could run badly because he's never proven himself against these horses, Flash. But Archangelo, uh, he's got a nice stakes win over the track, and he is certainly getting better, just, just like I said, with Tappet Shoes. But maybe even Archangelo... Uh, has proven more than Tappet Shoes. His last race in the Peter Pan at Belmont Park was very good. He's a horse who also should handle the distance. So, yeah, Archangelo is a potential winner of the Belmont Stakes. Okay, let's just di digress here a little bit because we had Archangelo obviously ran in the Peter Pan and he's plus 1,400. And there's a horse that's not running here that would have been less in Arabian Lion because obviously that ran at Maryland. And you're saying that maybe the Peter Pan's form would be a little bit better than the uh, Arabian Lion race? Yeah, if we're going to compare Arabian Lion and Archangelo, I would like Archangelo much better in this spot, especially with the presence of Arabian Lion's stablemate, National Treasure, because if one, or, one of them is the lone speed in the race, they become a little bit tougher. And that's probably why Arabian Lion isn't even taking a shot. But by the way, Archangelo definitely beat better horses in the Peter Pan than Arabian Lion did last time in the Sir Barton. Yeah, the reason I digressed to that was basically because if Arabian Lion was in this, he wouldn't be any bigger than plus 750. And there you are getting Archangelo at double that price at plus 1400. Um, I know we, we obviously chat off air, but another good thing to maybe make people aware of is we don't really see that there's anyone here who's undervalued, do we? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not on a few. I'm not on Hit Show. I'm not on Red Rock One. But the value in this race is good. I mean, even Forte, the favorite at plus, 19, uh, plus 190, you know, if, if he is the best horse, which I think most people would guess that he is, uh, plus 190 is not bad. But, yeah, I'm looking at some of these odds, Flash. 1,400 on Archangelo, 2,500 on Tappet uh, Shoes. The favorites look tough, but those are horses who are live in here. Yeah, I like it. I like it. How do we get, uh, obviously, oh, I don't like having this conversation, but for me to be half neutral, even though my pocket is with the six, and I love the eight, how do we get the six beat? Because obviously I've got a cater for those who don't have their like few shekels on at plus 190. They are more going to be more happy with the plus 350s, the plus 600s, and now uh, the plus 1400 with the three. Yeah, uh, if if you're looking for favorites in this race, I think you get the value. And if you're looking to throw in a long shot like I am into probably the trifectas and maybe even the exactas, the value is certainly there. It, it, it's an interesting betting race. Okay, so if you, uh, who's your exacta? My exacta, I'm 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 going to go with my top pick, Flash. Uh, my top pick in here is Tappet Trice. I'm hoping he's the third choice. He might be the second choice. We see plus uh, 
35 on uh, 350 on both him and and uh, Angel of Empire. I, I, like I said, I think those are square. I just think he's a mile and a half horse, and I think this is a race that sets up well for Tappage Rice. So I'm going to use Tappage Rice with a couple long shots. Uh, those being the two I mentioned, Tappage Hughes and Archangelo. I'm also going to use him with Forte, who I think is the horse to beat. So I got those four, but Tappage Rice, I would like to see run first or second. Will you bet Tappage Rice to win? I'm sorry. Say it again. Would you? Would you? Will you bet Tapish tries just to win, and not? And obviously, you'll have him in your exotics as well. I I, I would recommend giving Tapish tries a try at least at, at 350 to win. Will I personally? No. I'm looking for something a little bit bigger when I collect on the Belmont Stakes. So I will be betting exact when exotics. you collect. If you okay. were to collect, you mean? If you were to collect, I you know. want to be yeah. collecting bigger, question, right? Collect. Um, generally, you know, we've known each other for a few years now, Flash. I'm looking for bigger payoffs. I don't need to collect every race. I want to collect the big ones. See, that's why we differ. I want to collect in every single race, and I don't care as long as it keeps uh, my Walmart uh, bill down. But I'm all in on Forte, and that really does. I did this a few years ago. I remember we were talking because I think it was authentic, and it was maybe Hot Rod Charlie, and I went. I think it was like that race, and they went head to head, and I was I was on the wrong one. I actually I was told to be with Bob Baffert's horse and I went against him and got done. It was just absolutely crazy. Epicenter last year came second or third in nearly every single race until the Travers and that's when I got my money back. But this one I'm going to go with Forte. He is a talking horse. He has been off for a while but I have taken the 190. I, if I get beat I'm happy to sit here now. I don't want it to be Angel of Empire unless Forte's second. You know, because if Angel of Empire wins or Angel of Empire comes second and Forte is not the winner, then I will have got this race completely wrong, Brian. Yeah, uh, Forte, like I said, he is the horse to beat. You also get trainer Todd Pletcher, who has won this race four times. And Todd Pletcher's his home track is Belmont Park. He clearly knows how to get horses ready for the Belmont. So Forte, 10 weeks off is a bit of a concern. I'm not worried about the foot bruise that kept him out of the derby and then was forced out of the Preakness. Uh, 10 weeks off is a little concern. The distance, he's never been farther than nine uh, furlongs, a mile and an eighth, which is true of some some others in here as well. Uh, I'm leaning towards the other Pletcher, as you know, but I think the Pletchers make a lot of sense if you look at how well that trainer has prepared horses for the Belmont Stakes, either winning or running big races to be second over the last decade or more. Yeah, fresh. Fresh is uh, an angle that I would want to take. Then others could say that he might turn up rusty. But again, there's only nine runners. It's it's one of those where he's going to have time to get himself ready. And remember when he won the Florida Derby, he was never going any better than when he actually hit the line. And by the way, when he hit the line, he was going past the Kentucky Derby winner. So again, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so again, he is was impressive any way you slice it. And then the horse he beat came back and won the Kentucky Derby. I mean, Forte has done absolutely nothing wrong in winning five straight graded stakes now over a long period of time. He's, there's a reason he's the champion. Yeah. 
OK, well, before we have a look at our best bets, even though I'm probably you will be able to, to guess mine, but obviously Brian will probably stick a couple of uh, big ones in there as well. If there's any uh, questions that you want, then I'm sure Brian will answer them. I'll give you a little bit of time to uh, type in, because, Brian, I've got one for you. What happens to these horses that have been involved in the last three sort of uh, Triple Crown races? Do they get put away, and we'll see them again around, like, August, September in the Travers? I'm sorry, Flash. I'm having trouble hearing. With question? Yeah, the question from from me to you was basically these horses that have been basically trained for the Kentucky Derby, for the Preakness, and the Belmont. What happens to them after the Belmont? Do they get put away until sort of I don't know August, September, so they can have like a full campaign? Um, and is the Travers the next main um, target? I would say. Yeah, yeah. The, the answer is that some of these horses will get a rest, but the, 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 the big stars here have not run in all three legs of the Triple Crown. So uh, a big rest won't be needed. The Travers is another two and a half months or so at Saratoga. That will be a big, uh, a big race, of course, that'll kind of uh, uh, push the needle as far as who's going to be three-year-old champion. But uh, for now, the Belmont Stakes is a big race. And yeah, we'll see the horses like Forte, Tapich Rice, Angel of Empire, and maybe one of the others that pops up here in the Belmont. Uh, target races like the Haskell at Monmouth Park yeah. in late July, uh, or the Jim Dandy at Saratoga. And they'll use that, those good races as a stepping stone for the Travers. The Travers, uh, I think when uh, horses started running in less uh, legs of the Triple Crown, in other words, they don't do all three legs of the Triple Crown, the Travers in recent years has become even a bigger race. It's like the fourth leg. Summer Derby. Yeah, no, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. And you know what the other thing we've not mentioned, and we should? The girls turn up as well. I love the fact that the uh, the Phillies are obviously... Uh, they, they come across as well, like obviously Nest last year. Uh, and, then, and then they're getting ready for the Breeders' Cup. And uh, there's a couple of stars right across the globe that I fancy we may see at the Breeders' Cup this year as well. OK, let's have a little look at the best bets. Okay, so Brian, this is uh, Brian is in order, by the way, and he's probably going to add another one so that you could just maybe take out tap it shoes at plus twenty five hundred for one of your trifectors or superfectors, and maybe stick in Arch Angelo. Uh, tap it trice at plus three fifty, Forte plus one ninety, box them all, and uh, any two, three, or four. Um, that's right, Brian, isn't it? It's, uh, you know, I, I, think, I think there are eight viable horses to bet out of the nine. I don't like Hit Show. I don't like Red Route 1. But there's six horses that make some sense in here. But I, I, I think it's the Pletcher horses that lead the way. Angel of Empire, your second pick, is certainly eligible to run a good race. Hopefully one of my long shots gets in there as well, Flash. Yeah, obviously, but we're mum. Basically, I'm looking for Forte to win, Brian. Brian, it's been brilliant. We've had a great... Uh, I love the fact that we actually have been able to do these shows. There's been so many horses that are in and out, and the numbers have changed, and uh, obviously second and third in the Derby. Then, obviously, we pick the winner in the Preakness, and hopefully we'll do the same again, Brian, with Forte. And then, obviously, if it's not mine that comes second, then obviously I hope that one of yours does. Maybe uh, tap it shoes, because you're the only person that's been on about that horse. So that's a nice reward for your knowledge. Forte is the one to beat, and, and hopefully we see him run a big race on Saturday. 
Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Look, really look forward to that. So remember, it's the Belmont Stakes. It's over a mile and four. It's a championship distance for a championship race and for a championship purse as well. But myself and Brian, we'll look forward to seeing you again very, very soon here on BetUS because we will have the Travers and then we'll be building up for the Breeders' Cup where we do cover all nine races. And if you followed us last year, you've still not spent the money from all of those winnings. Brian, Really appreciate everything you do. Couldn't do it without you. And uh, thank God I don't have to. From everyone at BetUS, enjoy the Belmont Stakes.